excited and it's finally here. Pinkies up and welcome to High Tea with Monsters, Rebel Scum, and Vigilantes for our long-awaited Rise of Skywalker review. This is a spoiler-containing episode featuring our go-to Star Wars expert, Stephen Garrett. I hope that you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. So I'm sitting in my very cluttered basement with the number one Star Wars expert of the show, Stephen Garrett, <laughs> next to the Endor bunker and uh, ATST Walker. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the the um, Walker's Dylan's. It, you can see it's been it's been through a lot. It's it's lived a life, a full life. So we are here to talk Rise of Skywalker, and I know we talked a little bit. A few weeks ago, first impressions after seeing the film, so mm-hmm. I captured some of that. But I don't know if you've seen it again. I have not. Okay, so you're still going. I'm from... still going from, but I literally have talked about it probably every day. Yeah. So feels committed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, memory. and I've been reading a lot of things. Yeah. Too. So both both from the visual dictionary, which you've picked up, yeah. and then also to just pretty much reading every easter eggy kind of review just kind of dissecting the movie and um of course i'm a i'm a red letter media fan so i listen to their half in the bag yeah um, of uh which you know they're very cynical people but they brought up some interesting things too so yeah overwhelmingly i feel like it's been very mixed on the review side now that i've had time to listen to all of the podcasts i listen to as mm-hmm. well like um oh god what is it called uh, well they're all under the same banner the um making star mm-hmm. wars.net guys mm-hmm. and um they have like six shows yeah. and i think everybody rates it like an a plus or a 10 out of 10 for the sentimentality and visual effects especially at the end when all of the ships appear in that sort of end game mm-hmm. moment and then mm-hmm. The fight on the Endor wreckage is probably oh, next yeah. to Obi Wan and Qui Gon versus Darth Maul. Probably like my For favorite sure. ever. Yeah, it's awesome work. Yeah, but there are so many questions that are sort of left unanswered, and it's either sort of what was a casualty on the cutting room floor as a result of Disney's testing and and you talked about that on the prediction show you know is there anything that they maybe omitted out based on how it was faring with test audiences and then obviously what what was going to be in the original um version of film nine before carrie fisher's death before sort of the directing reshuffling Mm -hmm. that happened um after last jedi and solo yeah which i will say i I mean, I know they didn't use any of Colin Trevorrow's stuff. I'm, re- I can't stand him, and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm very glad he did not direct that movie. Yeah, that wouldn't have been a great fit. I think what I've heard by and large is even from the critical, the most critical people seem to say this movie made me value the La- Last Jedi more. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of an interesting take, and I wondered what you thought of that. Yeah, you know. It's kind of we if you look at like the Rotten Tomatoes for they're like flipped yeah between Last Jedi and Rise that wasn't of Skywalker. how it was a couple months ago either I feel like right. I feel like it's creeping so because critical acclaim for Last Jedi was always good yeah and I think it was the most well reviewed for sure of the last three but it was up there I think of well reviewed of all of the Star Wars films the movie was a was directed by committee and that's yeah. that's that's what it really feels like in. Mm-hmm certainly from when they wrapped to when they went into post was a very short that's what period I heard. of time so like i feel like that's pretty clear and maybe why 
we see audiences, especially those who maybe had issue with The Last Jedi, they're that sentimentality part, but then going back like like you have, and then yeah. I've I've certainly watched leading up to this last movie, watched Last Jedi I think twice. Yeah. And I've always liked The Last Jedi. There there are parts that I think are strange, just like there are parts in most Star Wars movies that I find are kind yeah. of there's like I'm like, well, what was that? What was behind? why did they do that? But overall I think that the big thing that I've heard from friends who are big Star Wars fans is just like being able to live and breathe in the world. And The Last Jedi takes its time. Yeah. With a lot of things, a lot of long, wide shots. Yeah. You know, a lot of establishing shots, a lot of, you know, we get to like live in the moments with the characters. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Rise of Skywalker, because I think they were like, I don't know, they put these external constraints on themselves and i don't know maybe there's i'm sure there are reasons why but it's like you don't really get to breathe in the moments right yeah i i the moments kind of meant more in last jedi because you were sort of brought into this scene and you got the luxury of staying there right whereas you really were skipping all over the place at such a quick pace with Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. with rise of skywalker like even looking at okay, let's look at Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. You have Yoda lifting the X wing out, yeah, in parallel to Luke. I think it was probably like double yeah. the amount of time Yoda's flying that X wing out. <laughs> like they were like, we gotta get through. We gotta like get through these yeah. moments like yeah. as yeah. quick as we can. So <laughs> she's in like Octo, and then she's not on. Like it's like yeah. you're like where this mo-? like everybody's moving around. Yeah. And so I was much. like, how is she? I mean, like she just memorized how to get to Octo from if the wreckage is on. Endor and not the moon of Endor, right? Right, it's on Kefir. Okay, Kefir. So it's on the the planet that Endor is a moon of. Correct. So so that's where the wreckage from the Death Star is, and she gets into Ben Ben Solo's Tie Whisperer, which is the it's like a it's like a souped up interceptor, right? And then she's just like off to Octu. Like I don't know if she's using the like force memory to get there is it that's the only thing i can think of from an astrogation standpoint because we spent an entire movie trying to find a map to octu (laughs) she's just like beep boop boop beep now i'm here and i'm setting the tie fighter on fire and also trying to burn a lightsaber it's not mine yeah yeah again i think this movie not that any of the star wars movies are like rooted in science right like Star Trek properties attempt to try to do. Oh, yeah, light years and right. light speed, yeah. I do feel that this movie just kind of was like, oh, yeah, like there's Sith Wayfinders yeah. that kind of are like holocrons, but they're not. Yeah. And like then there's this dagger that has a dial that somehow like comes out and says where the wife... Yeah, she just knew to pull that. Like the um, protractor portion yeah, of the... The ship had exploded. <laughs> like, I don't know how... Like, She's just like, hmm. How did that work? I don't know. And I think they just kind of were just like, we just, we're not going to even yeah. think through things, which I feel like is a mistake because if anything, Star Wars fans, I mean, look at, there's like the visual dictionaries yeah. and things yeah. are so into the minutia that like when you start to get a little too just like it does that because it does that yeah because of the force yeah i know it's um you just willing willing suspension of disbelief right and and that's how it's sort of always been but i think that other films are that have come in the last 30 years or i guess 45 Mm -hmm. some odd years Mm -hmm. since um new hope they have sort of raised the bar of expectation it can't just be cool muppets and you know cool pew pew sounds in outer space and cool like interior of the death star shots and lighting and really great you know space pirate characters there's any any old movie can kind of do um some of the effects work and you know if you look at uh the avengers Mm -hmm. you know endgame specifically i mean you've got a woman flying through spaceships that are bigger than Mm -hmm. any of the star destroyers and like it's it's just you can do amazing things so i think audiences of all ages you're going to have them expecting more from the film across the board writing directing acting Mm -hmm. 
But Star Wars loyalists are willing to give a pass to some of the things like poor dialogue, right? We've always relied on the dialogue not being the strongest suit. AKA the prequels. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But especially, I mean, even some of the whinier, like Mark Hamill Mm -hmm. stuff in A New Hope, right? Like before he goes to see Yoda and kind of becomes this wizened um, Jedi, all of the dialogue is a little bit of like, no one's paying attention to the dialogue because it's like there's a big, you know, hairy Wookiee and Right. And he's driving this and mm-hmm. these droids and everything was so um, the spectacle of it. And then, you know, you could throw Harrison Ford into it and some of the other sure. acting talent. So I think that you get a pass on some of those things being weak. But I think that the speed didn't really help with the overall feel of the movie because I kind of felt like, oh, God, we're already at the end. Mm hmm. When we got to that mm-hmm. scene. A hundred percent. And again, I think that's where I'm sure there's a contractual thing where they they made the determination we're not gonna split up any of these movies yeah. and we're gonna just it's gotta be nine movies. And maybe there's some weird who knows, maybe there was some like thing that they made some very strong promise or there's some contractual thing where George Lucas was like, This has to be nine movies. Yeah. Does we, it though? I mean, what a, like like I don't know to whom because it's based on the characters by George Lucas so I don't know what rights you know he yeah I don't know what they had in that I mean he could have just been like here's your whatever four billion dollars yeah. like see you later <laughs> we own all of these we, now yeah like mm-hmm. and maybe that's and that and that could be and I, I just don't know why you know after Carrie Fisher passed away I think they could have had a pass from the Star Wars community to be like we're gonna take another year yeah because we need more time it doesn't have to, to be like, every two to three years on Christmas like right. it can be let's get a better movie out and I think that's maybe where they think about it when they bought the properties went in 2013 wasn't yep. it mm-hmm. and I mean they had a movie coming out in two years after that I mean it's been pretty rapid fire whereas the other movies even I think took three years yeah. in between each film and and the cast was all relatively unknown too. I mean, Adam mm-hmm. Driver had been in a few films, but she was, he was on Girls. I think yeah, he was, was on Girls. Was the was the really the mm-hmm. only thing that they cast him based on? And and I right. was just watching um, Force Awakens with my kids yesterday, and his voice is even though you know he was in his late twenties or whatever then, and now he's in his thirties. Mm-hmm. Like he's my age, but he his voice has changed mm-hmm. <laughs> since the first oh, film. Yeah, and Daisy like, really looks like a, like a kid. Yeah, in that in Force Awakens. Yeah, and they were all. Pretty Pretty relatively unknown from, you know, Daisy Ridley was just a casting call Mm -hmm. in and John Boyega's career was was blossoming too. Right. He had Attack on the Block and I don't know that he had much else. I don't really think so. Yeah. And, you know, they said he talks a little bit about them, you know, robbing him of his accent just because it didn't work for the character. And he's like, well, everyone else who is British gets to stay British or some people who are American have to use British accents. Also, he's (laughs) he's he's. First Order, which is essentially Imperial, and they all have British accents. Yeah, even um, uh, Janna... Right, right. In right. the new movie? Right, 100%. Had an accent. So he's just I mean, kind of like, why? I, I think it's because his like, <laughs> accent's not like RP, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not it's not that, you know, that thick RP, you know, standard, like, royal yeah. pronunciation, yeah. whatever. Like, it's... I like, um, I've always liked, but especially in Solo, um, I thought it was so well done. Lando's pronunciation has always oh, been yeah. just off yeah. for, from yeah. everyone else's. Yeah. So I like... Donald Glover. Don, what Donald Glover did. Yeah. You know, and the, accent, the accentuation at that um, simulated poker table yes. or Han, and it's like, it's Han. And then, yeah. then there's another word that rhymes with Han, and he says it correctly. And so it's kind of like, well, is it just selective, or he's just doing it to piss him off? And, and so that's always, yeah. like, there's no consistency in who no. speaks what. No. Oh, my God. And the worst one is uh, Queen Amidala, because... <sighs> Kira Knightley plays the the body the double. Yeah, yeah. So like, she's usually the one yeah. in the Amadala garb speaking to the viceroys, and so then you hear. I'm like, that does not sound like Natalie Portman. Mm, it looks exactly like her. Yes, correct. And their mother said on the set they couldn't tell them apart when they were in costume. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but there's really no consistency. Well, no. we have a lot of questions. Yes. From yes. our group on Facebook, which is High Tea with Mrs. V. If anyone would like to joy in it who is not already in there and then um questions that steven and i have discussed a little bit ahead of time so let's go through those so the first one is snap wexley greg gronberg who is famous from all of the things jj abrams has ever done i guess 
Felicity probably being his biggest. Yeah, alias role. heroes. Oh yeah, here, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's like in everything, basically yeah. everything that JJ's ever done, and he's JJ's best friend. And he was sort of utilized more, I think, in the first. Well, he wasn't in the second. He's film not at in all. the second yeah. film at all. He wasn't yeah. in um, Last Jedi at all. No. So he's in Force Awakens, and then he kind of goes on vacation yeah. he, <laughs> when everyone he, else needs him. <laughs> he's like arguably one of the most like used characters in the books that have came out, like leading up to all, like leading up to Force Awakens yeah. with the aftermath, and then he's in Resistance Reborn, which I don't recommend. Yeah. but he's a <laughs> point of view, <laughs> yeah, point of view character in that. So like, and has like the the most like dumb death. Yeah. Like just yeah. well, I think what bothered me about that was that was like the um trigger for Poe that you know because he's just like snap you know and yeah. um I didn't I didn't feel the bond between them no like that friendship it's not like as no. as if it were Finn you know so right. when he cries out and and then he's just like I'm sorry guys I don't know what to do like it's like that really mattered to you that much I mean he was just the guy who yeah I, I did love the dialogue with. Carrie Fisher I don't know if that was really cut when she was like I need you to say because he's like um everything is horrible and she's like I need you to say that like more positively yeah and he's like it's this is great this is awesome because yeah. like the planet just got blown up and yeah it's, I'm I'm sure that's straight up straight up from the from cutting Force floor Awakens from or... Force Awakens yeah. yeah so like he had like comedic value and mm-hmm. um, recognition and name recognition from other projects but um, can you talk a little bit about why that character is important in the context of the resistance and also kind of his yeah. history and what a miss opportunity that's so been. yeah he's he's a the adoptive son essentially of wedge and who wedge is married to his biological mom and wedge wedge for young listeners wedge, wedge antilles yeah wanna... yeah so you know the red red two mm-hmm. right so pro- probably of all the like x-wing pilots and also is in the battle of hoth arguably like yeah the most like the pilot that we outside of Luke were like, oh yeah, there's that yeah. guy. Even uh, Spider Man gives him a nod in uh, Captain America: Civil War yes. when they're trying to get super size Ant Man yes. down and they tie the web around his yes. feet. He's like, yes. you guys, remember this really old movie, yeah. Emperor Strikes Back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's, yeah, he's famous, right? And so contextually, I feel like Snap's kind of filling a similar role as to what Wedge filled and. In the books, like he's in the piece fights in the Battle of Jakku and like has this like crazy like story of like with like a homicidal like B one droid that he's like that's like followed that he's like rigged up that has like sword arms and stuff. Just like crazy sword arms are never a good thing in uh Yeah. Like General Grievous, like, yeah, you don't, you yeah. don't want that. So I got to like, and I'm sure a lot of like listeners, readers got to be like, oh wow, like this is a character that then also has a pretty big like Wedge has got, got a lot of a lot more context from the right. Legends books, yeah, and and two, I think we've we he's in some of the stuff with the newer canon books and yeah. certainly in the comics. So it's disappointing that you know there's like several pilots left. Right. From the resistance and he's leading the Phantom Squadron. Yeah. And we don't really get any we don't that was one thing I was bummed about in Last Jedi. I was like, yeah. where did Snap go? Yeah. Um I made a deliberate effort to follow him in that battle, by the way. Yeah. And lost him. Because everything's oh, yeah. going on, like by the time they're landing the ground crew with um, you know, the horse aliens. Oh. oh. And so I made this deliberate effort to follow him through mm-hmm. the battle and yeah. you lose him so quickly because there's a lot going on inside all of the Star Destroyers mm-hmm. or I guess what are the, the fleet of the Armada? The Zeistel or Zeistin class? Yeah, the last there's, I think order. they're still, still okay. Star Destroyers. They're very, yeah, so they're like souped up evil, <laughs> yeah. more evil Star yeah. Destroyers than whatever you build on Corellia but, sure and you lose him anyway like even making a deliberate effort to watch him yeah. you lose him yeah and that's kind of sad because to your point the, the history like it's a big family mm-hmm. in the resistance and the mm-hmm. rebellion yeah and then you know of course they they are like oh Wedge has a cameo for like literally one yeah. second <laughs> it was brilliant um, hey your son's dead yeah <laughs> sorry yeah also 
Yeah. Also, he's like his celebrating. Son is dead. <laughs> he's celebrating at the party, like yeah. yeah, like everyone else. And I'm like, right. You guys lost a lot of friends in that battle. Yeah. And I don't know where his mom. His mom's a pilot as well and stuff. She, I don't yeah. know if she's in it or not. Like, because in Resistance Reborn, spoilers. Yeah. For those who are do want to listen to that, <laughs> at the very end, you're like, oh, it looks like Wedge and them are going to join the Resistance, and Nora and Wedge are like, I think we're better served going elsewhere. And then you're like, where? I'm like. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Yeah, so... So, yeah, so sort of a wasted opportunity, and especially if you're going to have... Especially if you're going to have an actor that is, you know, known, and I don't know, were you the one who said to me that... It might have been my brother who said um, he thinks there there's a rumor in Hollywood that J.J. Abrams just hires all of his friends to see how much they can get out of the merchandising deals. Yeah, so that was something <laughs> I had listened to, and maybe I, Dylan had Probably listened to dinner. the ha- on, on the half in the bag. They they like legit talk about like with Carrie Russell's yeah. character, like because you only see her eyes. So like, so is Carrie mad. Russell so mad about even that. in the outfit? Like, oh, yeah, Probably nobody not knows. For half of it. I mean, you can tell it's her because she's got such a petite and right. um, recognizable frame. But having watched The Americans, like, oh yeah, me too. Oh like, my god, big big fan of that. Binged it and then binged through a second time like yeah. couldn't get enough of it yeah such a waste of potential mm-hmm. there too like and i'm grateful she got to show up at the end but like which i'm like <laughs> how did they get off the planet yeah before it blew up and also why does she have a y-wing like why don't we just talk about like i had, I had this ship how did you get th- how did you get here and yeah. when did you escape and you gave away your chip and like Her. suddenly you're in a resistance ship and what's going on yeah i feel like the role i feel like it was like her role was to provide a little bit of like by the way yeah. poe dameron's like han solo <laughs> yeah. he's a spice smuggler yeah. too blah yeah. blah blah and, popular with the ladies right and oh here's this <laughs> MacGuffin that'll magically get you yeah. on to any first order ship you want yeah like that that's such cheap storytelling i'm sorry it's just like come I on so too. like nobody thought like yeah. that's just such a cop-out like I don't know. Sort like, of with the Rose thing, too. Oh. And then them being like, well, her story was so tied to Leia's stuff. Not and even. I'm like. Yeah, it's not even. I mean, she break. only went off with Finn because she was manning the escape pods. And her sister is the reason right. that the Resistance even like was able to make any inroads at all in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, why, sh- why couldn't she be the one who's like, oh, by the way, I can help make sure that the Millennium Falcon is like doesn't blow yeah. up. Yeah. Because I'm like this amazing engineer. Yeah, right. But instead they're like, oh, you, you, you got to stay back. Yeah. And Sorry. I guess she's fine because like we didn't even know if she was alive at the end of the last movie. She was like medic. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, there's a cut that I know uh, Dominic was at Moynihan. Yeah. He said that there's like a big scene that he shares with her and Lieutenant Connix that oh, like. Oh, God. I really hope we get to see that. Was cut. Yeah. So that explains the, some um, of that. Maybe in the DVD. Listen, I, I would not be shocked if they do a similar thing with event like they did with Avengers, which was only like a sneak peek. Yeah. But I would not be shocked if they're like in like a month, they're going to be like, we're re- re-releasing the film totally. with an extra 15 minutes added to the movie that still go, you know, from blah, blah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course you're going to. I'm going to go. Like, it's going to be like. Yeah, C-3PO practicing languages again by himself. I mean, I hear there's like a giant over three hour cut. I mean, this all could be just nonsense. But I would be down with I would be down with it. I think that my theory is it would just they they assumed it would have been too similar to Avengers Endgame if it was the exact same length. Uh, All of the ships coming the same way. All of the the good guys show up with the Doctor Strange and the. I still just think it just. I mean, it's the end of this of a nine movie like series that has yeah. spanned over forty years. Yeah. Like, yeah, they can do that. Who, yeah. who gives a shit? Like, yeah. like of course. Yeah, I, I who's don't know. sitting in that audience? That's like, it's I like, gotta oh. go. They're like, oh. I gotta go to the gym, just like, like Avengers. <laughs> like, you know, I'm done with Star yeah. Wars now. Like, the funny thing in my theater, like 
90% of the 30 to 40 year olds went to the bathroom at the exact same moment. <laughs> and it was while they were planning, um, while Poe was like explaining the assault to mm. everybody. That was when like all the parents got up, like what, people were and people's kids were like with the other parent and they were all taking turns. So we're like, we kind of know how this is going to get. It's like right. Lon Mothma around the table with the right. hologram. Yeah. Only, like they have nothing here wherever they yeah, are. Yeah, only they're like, um, gotta like take out the the tower yeah that, that's the only way that they can like jump out of the system it's not but it's not so like then you know why didn't they why did another ship become like that whole thing makes i'm just like i don't understand like yeah. are these are these new ships yeah that have been commissioned like so the first order like command ship couldn't be like Okay, we're gonna designate that other star destroyer yeah. as the like. Why couldn't they all be firing yeah, up that all, sequence? They can all destroy a planet. How did that other star destroyer get yeah, out? Just by that itself. Blew up Kajimi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everyone's like, Kajimi. Oh no! Like it's a planet they know and love. And yeah, it was like it's like. Well, we were only there for a couple minutes, and it looked really shitty. For yeah, <laughs> a few minutes we were there for Poe. Obviously, like he's got friends there, but everyone else, it was just like yeah, they could have. I was like, up. wait, is that the wait? Is it Pisana? No, Pisana's the one with the. I don't. The, I was confused, the, and there's a the, festival and the beads, and yeah, the, I'm like we're we're moving so fast. I have no bearing for what planet we're even on. So yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's go to some of the questions sure. from folks in the group who entered for, <laughs> we had said we were going to give away a Resistance Reborn hardcover hey, book. I'm sure some people will like I'm it. I'm going to retcon that offer <laughs> and just give away the Baby Yoda gear that I, I bought um, from Etsy. So we'll go with that. Um, so from Heather Battle, and Heather has told us this is the only podcast she listens to. Oh, all right. So we're sort of her gateway pod. I want to know how the hell Palpatine got that armada to get to together and where the crew members came from yep. valid question also wasn't he tossed down the reactor of the death star i am so confused and then she wants to know how they zombified palpatine yeah i mean thankfully we have the visual dictionary to explain some of that information with the the sith eternal so maybe we'll give that away <laughs> instead. yeah so the sith eternal which i don't think they ever call it the sith eternal in the movie no, they don't. Um, that's what they're called. Yeah. So that and and they have we've throughout the books they've sort kind of the of guys alluded, in the audience, right? The, yeah. Okay. So they've kind of alluded to them like during the aftermath trilogy, there were these folks collecting Sith artifacts that were like these little kind of interludes in the books. Never really were explained as to who they are. They're they also are like high ranking members of like Sinar, which are like the people who build the Star Destroyers, yeah, and stuff like that. So they post the death of the emperor have somehow made their way to exegol and since then like their kids these all these cultists kids and yeah. such are the people who are both who are flying the ship so it's a very young uh and i think they talk about them being like having being able to operate with a pretty small crew so the sith eternal are and they follow the same rank structure of first order are the people who are manning the ships as well as their parents building them and yeah. they also are doing something similar to the first order and like capturing children oh god yeah okay. so there's uh so there's there's just the giant cult of you know quite a few folks that have that's that's how they at least explained it in the visual dictionary okay i haven't gotten that far and i think <clears throat> the question too is sort of how they salvaged palpatine's body from the yeah. reactor core because I, I i felt like he kind of went down in like a blaze of lightning <laughs> in that oh so did they summon back his soul into sort of a like like the way they did that lab of baby snokes that are in the tubes that's my thought because so <laughs> for uh, end of return of the jedi yeah it certainly yeah. looks like the Death Star is vaporized, yeah, whereas like, chunks of it have fallen through. Did chunks of him make it to Exegol? Because <laughs> that's what I don't get. There are they talk about there being these like there are all these like hyperspace anomalies, yeah, where like ships will accidentally get catapulted into that system, yeah. etc. So that's they kind of how they're like, well, that's maybe parts of maybe his body got like transported. <laughs> they yeah. don't say that in the book, but I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. But I I'd, I'd like to think that they did some type of like ritual and so we have the place between worlds from Rebels that is also easter egged in Rise okay. of Skywalker okay. in the Jedi texts. There's like a shot of it. Yeah. So maybe there's something where they like grabbed his body from there. I don't know. That's right. th I have a theory. Okay. 
I think I talked to you a little bit about yeah, yeah. this on text. I don't think anything about the Disney Plus release timing was coincidental. I don't think anything about the Mandalorian being the first. Um, you and McGregor said he's known for six years oh, that yeah, they were going to do the Obi Wan show, and yeah. they were just looking for the right director, which they found, Deborah mm-hmm. Chow. And it, we are all hearing that Jar Jar Binks is coming back. So really looking forward to hoping that that's going to be better. Oh, um, I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think the timing accidental i think that the way this is going to sync up and we'll know within the next couple of weeks what the the star wars 2022 movie will be because they're still on schedule to release a movie in 2022 and they said by the end of january they'll know mm-hmm. we'll know more um so i think that when we see in mandalorian baby yoda on that table with the scientist mm-hmm. and the client is like has left the building and mando comes in to rescue baby yoda they extracted baby yoda's cuz they said these are off the chart readings i should stop calling him baby yoda the child mm-hmm. sure <laughs> and use that to um either form or like find a way to bring him back and i think we'll find that out and i i think that the 2022 film is going to be more rooted in Sith lore mm. than in we've seen the light everything has been a story from the light's perspective yeah and we haven't seen Vader on Mustafar like we haven't seen his famous castle we haven't seen um hardly anything about his relationship with Pal like we know what happened because we've seen the prequels but mm-hmm. like he didn't actually show up in in the flesh until the beginning of Return of the Jedi. I think it was a hologram at the end of Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah, we get him we get him in his disfigured state as and he had he identifies as the Emperor near right. the end of Revenge of the Sith. Right. And then yeah, then then there's a we don't there's nothing in New Hope and then yeah, yeah there's the hologram. So like originally he doesn't even make an appearance oh, until yeah. uh-huh. the third lucas film right is chronologically but yet somehow he's the big bad for all nine movies right let alone like the darth plagueis tie-ins like it's all so i think that they're gonna close some of the gaps i hope so there's a lot of rumors of this like project luminous yeah thing about that. that and i was just reading i think it was from making star wars where they were talking about, I think the next thing that's going to kick off, it will be a video game, okay. is going to kick off Project Luminous. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, I think the I think the midichlorians removing some of those from the child, maybe, yeah, the, I think that for sure could be used in the ritual that, and there's well, a- there's p- no Sith left, and the only Jedi left was Luke and Leia, and right. if you consider Han to be force sensitive or whatever, like there was sure. really no one left. And so yeah. the child materializing- I wonder if Yoda was actually the one who figured out the secret to eternal life because immortality was always mm-hmm. the the quest of the emperor. Right. And there's a little bit of that a little bit of that in the Clone Wars. Yeah. When he like goes to the like weird world. Yeah. I don't remember. It's like it's not the like Mortis stuff, but it's they're they're involved with that. They don't call them the wills, but I think it's the wills. It, yeah. Um, he's like following that sphere of light around, and and we may, maybe we're gonna get some of that in the new Clone Wars TV show. Yeah, I wonder. I'm just thinking because I was talking with Dylan about this too. The um, we probably annoyed the hell out of my sister in law who had to sit in a car ride to O'Hare <laughs> from my house to the airport, just like listening to Dylan and I back and forth talk about nothing but Star Wars. Sure. For- 30 45 minutes yeah but we dylan thinks the child is yoda has mastered time travel Mm. and so it's actually yoda Hmm. so then if if it's sort of like um the cycle that enables all of the evil is also enabling all of the good and like it's should he have come back because if his dna or his metachlorian count was used to build that armada yeah okay it sucks but then also the forced dyad between ray and ben solo wouldn't have existed if they had Mm -hmm. not both been born at the same time and if she had not been left on jakku and if he had not turned against everything that his parents stood for and Mm -hmm. like so round and round we go and maybe someday it's just going to be a reboot of the same way they're doing the marvel alternate stories on disney plus we're gonna get a reboot of star wars within our (laughs) lifetime yeah Mm. i hope i'm really old yeah 
I I legit was talking to my one of my coworkers about that, and we both were like, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> uh, we hope we're old and just crotchety about it, and I you know. don't have to really like deal with it too much." But highly possible. So zombified um, palps were just kind of our are assuming i mean the visual dictionary goes into it a little bit but we're sort of assuming that he was his being was summoned back both through something he was able to facilitate during his real life time right and the power of these um the the, the sith yeah. force the the other thing that we were kind of tossing around at work is that maybe palpatine is because he talks about having all the sith within him mm-hmm. that maybe like the palpatine that we see is just like a manifestation of something else. Like, like just the dark side as Like, a whole. yeah. And so maybe Palpatine's way older. Even the senator from Naboo is, is again, maybe a clone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're all clones, and this is the real Palpatine, who's, yep. like, super ancient, who's just, like, decaying. Yeah. I don't know, because... Maybe they, he time-traveled, too, because <sighs> when he says, young Skywalker will watch your career with great interest, you right. know, it's kind of, like, too much... He's how do you know? He's really into that sorcery stuff and rebels and trying to like go into that that which would kind of that's would maybe be their means of time travel, that world between worlds. Because that's how Soka survives. Yeah. Is essentially like screwing with the time continuum when uh Ezra pulls her out. Yeah. At before before the like temple temple I forgot, collapse. I completely forgot all of this. This is the, yeah, it's it's interesting, and that's also was when you hear her voice amongst the mm-hmm. force ghosts. People were like, "Oh, is she right? I guess she's dead." And or... what's her face is rumored to be yeah. the front runner. Who? What's her name? Who plays Captain Marvel? Brie Larson. Yeah, she's rumored to be up for that because I think I think we're gonna get a live action Ahsoka. I'm sure of it. I think during the Obi Wan series. Yeah. That would be amazing. They, again, also, Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams were very like, well, or maybe it was the editor, was like, yeah, we did kind of explain more how Palpatine, but we didn't want there to be more like too much expositional drop. And I'm like, the whole like Everything. three quarters yeah. of the movie is an expositional yeah. drop. There like, are so many people who d- who didn't see Clone Wars and who didn't yeah. watch Rebels, who yeah. have no context for right. these characters, don't even know that the Jedi in um, the Jedi Council in the the um, prequels, they don't go around being like, well, my name is, you know, like it's oh. an, an Al-Anon meeting or something where it's just like, yeah, oh, and some hey, of those like... characters are like only speak in the Clone Wars, <laughs> yeah. so we only see them like maybe in the fight sequence. Yeah, you're like cool tentacles, dude. Like whatever happened to like uh, what's in Kiati Mundi? Why yeah. wasn't he one of the the yeah. people? I think he's got the like maybe like the fifth most Jedi like speaking yeah. lines. There's there's so many questions I have about omissions, and I hate so it's sort of as a as a writer my rule is it's like you can't really have something there that anyone in the audience wouldn't be able to understand or explain so you know when there's all of these voices in Ray's ears saying like I didn't even realize the first time I watched it which one was Hayden Christensen because I was just like it's like mm-hmm. balance the force like I did and I'm like you kind of you kind of didn't. You kind of yeah. I your mean, journey kind of like was pointless. Yeah, you are not the chosen one. Ray's the chosen one. You effed up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then our final question on the Facebook group is from Andrea Mitchell, and Andrea says this is another one about the Emperor, so mm-hmm. I think it kind of fits into this discussion. The Emperor says, "Kill me, and you become Empress." Then he steals the force dyad power between Ben and Ray, mm-hmm. which he couldn't sense until they yeah. healed his fingers. So then he was like, interesting. Well, now you're both here and I'm going to suck the life out of you both. But she still kills him. Mm-hmm. She still strikes him down. So is she now the Empress of the Sith? <laughs> I think when she does the weird force cross lightsaber yeah. Dracula moment. So amazing. Um, I think that's she's like shooting the energy back at him okay and that's what kills him his own energy yeah because and, and theirs because he's theirs. absorbed yeah theirs because he she, melts i mean he right. like like he raiders of the last lost ark like, west yeah yeah he's he's he's, he's gone yeah well <laughs> i think we all we thought yeah the puddle uh, oozes away like. yeah so i think she's not like taking anything in yeah and i think that's so how, she's just repelled it all yeah at back at him and essentially is using his energy and their energy in some type of force yeah and it's not just her like she says it's all because when she masters the be with me be with me whatever that is it's she's got she's got 
not just her own physical blood, but the mm-hmm. force, you know, moving through her and light and dark fighting mm-hmm. him. One other big question that I want to pick your brain about, and I know this is in the visual dictionary, but just for people who haven't read it yet, we never really get an explanation of the Knights of Ren mm. in the films. And mm-hmm. again, this is like pe- for people who don't want to read or listen to the books between the movies and play the video games. Not in the books, not in the video games, yeah. though. So okay, I don't know. So they they just I think it was the Wednesday before the comic the, book, right? They released the first issue of Kylo Ren. Okay, which I have no idea why they didn't release this like a year or two yeah. ago. Why not after the Last Jedi? Yeah, because again, we would have then had context of the Knights of Ren for sure. Who are the like mini boss? But yeah. before that, Ben has to fight. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're all dark side users. Yeah. And they're you like anarch. They're like anarchists. They don't have lightsabers. They're not. They're not. Only Sith. the knight. Only the leader. Okay. Of the Ren, the Knights of Ren. He has a lightsaber in the comics. And are they named after Kylo Ren, or is Kylo no. Ren's name derived from the Knights of Correct. Ren? Correct. Okay. Correct. I'm okay. assuming Kylo is maybe his given name from the organization. Got it. Because in the second comic that just dropped like a couple days ago, he talks about how disappointed his like last name is Solo. Because <laughs> it's just like made his dad made it up. Yeah. Um, Which we know only because of, of the, the, the movie. movie. Yeah. So yeah, they the little bit of information I've gotten in these two comics and, and then in the visual dictionary is that they're just kind of this anarchist pirating group that takes what they want. Like they're, they had like, spoilers, FYI to the latest comic, they had found this Jedi outpost, all these artifacts and stuff in there. And like Luke, Lorsen Taka, and Ben show up and Luke's like, yeah, you're not taking any of this stuff. I'm the last Jedi. This belongs to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And he like takes them all down. Amazing. And it's like this awesome, like you see Luke kick a lot of kick oh, a lot of ass. Love to see that. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Maybe we can't rule out like a small flashback scene somewhere in life, right? With Mark, just let yes. Mark Hamill go just to mo- town. Just mocap and yeah. like do what they did. <laughs> yeah. When he was doing the training sequence, they don't even have to do that. I mean, he he could be older. He yeah. just needs to lose a little weight. And be yeah. Fine. I mean, with like deep fake technology, <laughs> yeah. You know, they'll oh, probably they'll, sure. they'll just like just as long as they get his, the yeah. blessing from him, he could like voice. He would, yeah, he would totally be fine with it. Oh. The, the, dude, the dude who plays Winter Soldier looks oh, God. just yeah. like him. And he loves that, too. Mark Hamill is always... Yeah. Oh, like, God. Uh, should, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. I sh- love him. He should play Luke. Yeah. They should do a movie and he should play Mark Luke. Hamill has said that. He's yeah. like, yeah, hire him. Like, yeah. he can be me. That's great. They, yeah. He, can, he can't tell... They transpose their oh, faces. Oh yeah, you can't. It's, and I've Mark seen Hamill that shot, and his yeah. wife couldn't tell which yeah. one was. Is, is, yeah, that's a great. That's a great point too. And then you get him and Brie Larson in the same. Yeah, yeah. Just bring all the Avengers into. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars. So I think the Knights of Ren, from what I've seen, because we haven't gotten, because I think he's going to eventually, because Ben is now, or yeah, he's still Ben. Yeah. Is on the quest to find the Knights of Ren. So okay. Snoke's like, go find the Knights of Ren. He's like chilling on on uh, on Ilum, like where before Starkiller Base has been yep. built, and he's like, "Yeah, go find the Knights of Ren," and because Ben's all like, he's done all the stuff at the temple, and it ends with him like finding the mask that the knight, the head of the Knights of Ren wore. He had the guy had left it at that outpost, and he puts it on. Okay, and then three of Luke's pupils who weren't there during the massacre show up, <gasps> and they're probably gonna fight, and he's probably gonna oh, kill them. Oh my god, is my guess. We don't know a ton. Yeah. But what we do know is they all are dark side force users. That is a prerequisite. Yeah. Because we see, a, like, in the first issue, they are, like, hunting for people to join them. He also is like, yeah, you know, if you the guy's, like, very kind of, like, piratey. And he's like, well, if you decide the Jedi aren't, like, what you're, like, what you want to do, for. come look for us. Yeah. When, like, Ben is, like, 10 or whatever. <laughs> and Ben, by the way, is constantly being talked to by Snoke. Yeah. Like, oh. everywhere he goes... He's like mind talking to him. That's awful. And so like. Kind of like Ray with with Kylo Ren when they have that connection. And this is like so starting arguably at when he was like seven or eight years old. So you can if the Emperor's like talking to you. He's been like. No, that's why he said I have every voice that's been in your your head. head. Exactly. And. I think that realization is when Kylo's resolve starts to crumble because he doesn't leave there already like I will do his bidding. It's like I want to find Rey and I want her to help me kill him 
so that we can take over. And it's not like so we can rule the gal- galaxy like from a sinister standpoint. I think it, it delivered through his masked voice. Like mm-hmm. it kind of is, it sounds that way, but I don't think it's yeah. his intent to rule the way General Hux would have him rule. Sure. I think he just wants to like be, yeah. you know, this is the connection is so strong that right. it's overpowering both of them. And, and this is what I see in our future. It's yeah. just he sees it in the wrong the wrong way i think there's a legit cut that he i think they tested two cuts of him dying and him not dying at the end (sighs) of the movie there's there's the one of the big things is the two left hands with Mm. the lightsabers at the end when she's putting the lightsabers in the sand it's two left hands oh weird so they think that that's the two of them putting them in yeah and that's why he's not a force ghost. I didn't even notice that, and I'm left-handed. And he's not a force ghost at the end. Huh. They think it. There, there's like all of this. She did like, seem a little happy getting back in that X-wing to like yeah. go. I mean, they, they all cry together at the end, but like right. it wasn't over. Like there's all sorts of like she that also that shot of her looking at the twin sons. Yeah, is the same shot when she's on Pasana. Yeah, and they just CGI'd in BB-8. Okay. And see, like, it's a, literally, tra- they yeah, can transpose she's on them. A, he, uh, she's on a hill. People do, like, a screenshot, yeah. and it's 100% match. That's so, that's so, uh, that's so messed up. So. I feel like, that's totally messed up. All right, yeah, so. Sorry. That's, that's, that, I, there's a lot of conspiracy stuff. I'm sure a lot of it is just com- conspiracy, I, but. I kind of love all of that, though. Yeah. I feel like I, I was left with so many questions that that's. <laughs> For the end of us, uh, end of this tetralogy, it's like they leave so many questions. I know. It's, I, I mean, we could talk yeah. for, I know you have to go soon, but we have, we have, we could talk for days about sure. this. Um, okay, so. One other thing, I bootlegged 17 seconds of the movie. Play this sound clip for you. Yeah. This is the number one question that not just in our Facebook group, but in a lot of the groups I belong to, sort of like nerd mm-hmm. nerd girl, fangirl sites and groups. This is everyone wanted to know what this what this the answer to this was going to be. Ray, Ray, I never told you, Ray. There's like se- into the there's sand. like several times that he does that yeah. during the movie. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk to you and, yeah. and Poe's like, "Well, when Poe's not around, that's what you mean." And it's such, like, it's such. I don't understand why you wouldn't resolve that. Yeah, like, I have no idea why they would leave that in the editing. Like, why? Yeah. Well, my hope going into the movie, just from a representation standpoint, was that it was like I'm in love with Poe. <laughs> Like, just letting you know, um, kind of, like, between best friends moment, right? But it it obviously wasn't because immediately the next scene, Poe is like, can I get a kiss, Zori? Like, (laughs) next planet they're on. And they've, I mean, I think J.J. Abrams has confirmed officially that it's... It's because he's Force-sensitive, yeah. Which, again, is kind of a weird thing of, like, hey, Ray, Ray, I'm I'm (laughs) Force-sensitive, Like... (laughs) <laughs> I could use the force too. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's like, I don't know, Ray train me. I don't know. Like I feel yeah. like But that like you're if you're dying, what's the point? I know. So I, yeah. So <laughs> And if you're force sensitive, don't you know that you're not dying, you're just going into a cave. In the new Skywalker series that <laughs> yeah. will emerge where, where Ray Finn is, and Finn Yeah, will, he's the apprentice. Yeah. Uh you know. And he's just yes, yes, master. Or or like he'll Obi-Wan. at this point be a Jedi master or Jedi yeah. master, depending on how much time goes by. So here's another question for you with the with the operation that I guess it was General Hux's father who who mm-hmm. created the um concept of stealing children and forcing yeah. them into a yeah. life of servitude. And his like initial like children are like insanely te- like they're yeah. like insane though. But so yeah. what's your thought about then going back to my theory about the baby Yoda metachlorians? What's your thought about some of them being imbued with the force and then Jana talking about the moment when she and yes. Finn are talking about I think she's feeling... I think she's force sensitive. Yeah, but they're like She's saying we all just laid our guns down and left, you know, and it's like she's like it was it wasn't like it was just like a feeling. And that's when when Finn's like a feeling. I think I I think there was like we like go back to that. 
first teaser to yeah. Force Awakens when Snoke is like, "There's been an awakening." Yeah, exactly, the Force. an awakening. Have you? Did you feel it's it? It's not like one person yeah. woke up. <laughs> no, I think that I think there was like I think there was some uh, some kind of event. Yeah. That they've never explained that happened because I think that like when Finn becomes overwhelmed and like right. does essentially the same thing. I think there's like a cascading effect and maybe it's because the light is finding trying to balance the, yeah it's trying to find balance in the fort like because it can feel what's happening with so Palps on, yeah in his test tube yeah because yeah. I, I thought from the get-go in Force Awakens that Finn was like when oh, he like picks so that obvious. lightsaber up and yeah. he's like yeah he just goes for it and he actually holds his own against yeah. Kylo Ren like yeah Who's, who, who's broken? Just, yeah, just killed his dad, and he's you know like, but he actually like. And I don't, I, I don't know, because then I was like, man, maybe they're training. They train them yeah. how to use lightsabers. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, the way they explain that lightsabers are really like how Jedi use them, or is because they're the Force is like guiding them to use. Yeah. It. Well, when he's when um, oh, what is it that happens when Maz Kanata and Han are watching um, Kylo Ren take. Oh, uh, Ray away, yeah. and Finn is like you know one of the many times he's like Ray, you know, mm-hmm. in, yeah. in all three of the movies. It's yeah. like his other than woo, it's like his yeah. best line. Um, <laughs> they can fly now. Yeah, they can fly now. <laughs> they can fly now. They fly now. They fly now. They fly now. Um, but other than that, like it's uh the time that he sees that going on in the force awakens and he, and like Maz Kanata or Han say like, go after her. And he's like, I don't have a weapon. And he's like, I don't have a weapon. She's like, like, yes, you do. And he's just like, like, Oh, I do. Yeah. You know? And he just knows how to use it. Yeah. And, um, same thing with Ray. She yeah. had no training with a lightsaber. Right. She just picked it's that up. Because and... she can feel it, how to yeah. use it through the force. Same. Yeah. And I think Finn too. Yeah. And that, that was, that's my hugest issue. One of my hugest issues with is Finn's storyline in Last Jedi. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like this is it's detour. With it's really just a. It's just giving. I Benicio feel like there should have been role, I guess. right, That's and all that that character do. also. Yeah. Bye. Like we're introducing this like dubious character, <laughs> yeah. and then DJ really is annoying, like, "See you later." Yeah, most annoying accent ever yeah. in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I think that that's also just to round back to our talk about the women that were kind of relegated Ugh. to um, prop roles. Kelly Marie Tran. I, I watched this uh, show on Facebook. I have to do it in small doses because it's a very emotional show. But it's called "Sorry for Your Loss." Mm. Features Elizabeth Olsen who plays Scarlet witch mm-hmm. in the avengers and it's a story about a woman whose husband commits suicide and she's like going through the um grieving process and okay. kelly marie tran is her adopted sister who's a recovering alcoholic and sort of the dichotomy between the two of them one's oh, wow. going to grief counseling and one's going to alcoholics anonymous and like so it's just the acting her acting is amazing like i was bummed that she didn't get a an emmy nod or any of it um Mm. but facebook live is i mean it's like new but seriously like she has such chops for acting and just like carrie russell has chops for being an action star that were completely underutilized and i'm like i feel like there's got to be something coming where we get to see that play out with Finn with Jana. I don't understand why what the hell is Lando talking about at the end where he's like, "Well, let's go find out where you're well, from." That alludes that alludes <laughs> it's that in it's, there. that's her kid, that it's his kid. But why leave that on the table if you if you're not going to have any life after this? If you're like, "We're retiring all of these." Like, how much longer is Billy D Williams going to be around? Oh, I don't think for very much longer. Yeah. I, I mean, he could bar- he could health. barely get up the ramp yeah. at the um at the launch of a galaxy's edge yeah. the dedication ceremony yeah. yeah i don't know like i don't i don't know we, we were left with a lot of i mean certainly ray has awesomeness yeah. in that film but like last jedi is a strong female-led film yeah that throne room scene too oh my just, god it's one of my favorite i just want a whole movie Wars. of them fighting together <laughs> it's so like, good there there should be a whole movie so good. of the two of them fighting I don't care who together. Yeah, I don't was... care if it's good guys, bad guys. I would just Mandalorians. I would just watch them fighting yeah. together. Yeah, it was awesome. And I think that my favorite moment for him, aside from the very emotional like Han Solo stuff, is 
you know, he lands on Exegol and he's like, ow, you know, because he, he's not in his suit and he's like kind oh, of depleted. Yeah. And I don't even know how he got another TIE fighter to get there in or an X-Wing or something. I don't know how he got there because like, how did he get from Endor? She took his ship, right? I'm, yes. He didn't I, catch a ride with Finn and I don't know. Janna. I can't remember what ship he's flying. I'm assuming he took one of the ships that one of the like. They don't show you because he's, you see him in front of her X-Wing because he sees the x-wing and knows oh, yeah. it's luke's x-wing I, I have no idea so somehow he gets to exegol maybe the like the janna's group had this some a ships bus. yeah or something he just maybe he took the millennium falcon i don't know because that's for no. chewie and landor yeah no idea so no he idea. gets there yeah he just gets there and then without the wayfinder no armor no weapons just in his like t-shirt mm-hmm. that she stabbed him through like with a hole. hole in it yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden it's like okay well um now I'm going to fight the Knights of Ren, and he's getting his ass kicked. And then when he gets the lightsaber from her, the the pass behind that the was head, awesome. and he pulls it out, and he sort of looks at the Knights of Ren, and he does this little bow shrug move. It's very Han, which is so Han, and yeah. I was like. I love this. I want so much yeah. to see a whole Ben Solo movie where he's Ben, at, like Adam Driver playing yeah. him. I think Ben should have lived. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Like. He certainly participated in a lot of atrocities, yeah. but like I think that I would argue that he was under like mind subtle control. mind control since childhood. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just the same way these stormtroopers right. were. And There's that, a lot of parallels you yeah. can draw. And exactly, and then like him and Ray finding like there needs to be a balance of the force so this doesn't happen again. Yeah, and it's them. But like, yeah, exactly. But then. We're left with, like, what's to stop any of this shit from just happening all, all over, over again? Yeah. And also, like, I mean, if, if there's truly to be a balance, like, you can't only ever have one, mm-hmm. right? Like, it can't ever just be one. Right. Um, because who's to stop Ray from being tempted by right? the blood that flows in her veins? Or maybe Palps can come back and possess her. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So it's, it's just... Uh, it's... it's I, I just would have much rather them, like, both live... I'm, eh, I I would have been okay with them not having that weird kiss and like just been like and then it being like mm, I'm dead now yeah. you know but like still oh. I just wanted them so desperately wanted him to live yeah and and see the cycle get changed mm-hmm. and like see him just go like no this is gonna be different yeah and she kind of accomplishes that on her own but yeah. still I just I'm like I don't know I, I legit think that I think they screen tested three or four different endings yeah. and Raylo and Finpo Raylo one <laughs> I guess yeah I don't know I don't know I, well I, we may never we may I'm sure we'll find some of this out in like 20 years yeah you know there'll be a documentary that'll come out that'll be like this was a shit show because <laughs> I think it was yeah I think it legit was because yeah. they had a lot of reshoots and yeah. and they're not they're not hurting for directorial talent I mean no. I think that why they why? could have just picked anybody from you and I talked about Mandalorian's finale like they could have picked any director from Mandalorian and been like hey instead of this do a feature film or like in addition or, to this or why weren't they like listen like we don't have another good writer let's just bring in Lawrence Kasdan yeah to like finish this yeah. off even though he's like kind of like I did my solo project yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if they were like Love listen Larry or whatever yeah. the like, writing in solo is we good. need you yeah. to like help us finish this off or bring in like one of the myriad of a like Oscar winning yeah. screenwriters other than Chris Terrio yeah. and Chris writer Terrio's- of Batman man versus super chris, chris terrio's um intro in i otherwise love the um visual dictionary but his intro where he's like who better than me i've been a fan since i was four and i made my parents take me to see return of the jedi every weekend and i'm like ever like i'm fucking qualified then to yeah. go direct that movie yeah. like i don't i don't even Ugh. Every one of us would have been blown away to like stand on the Millennium Falcon. That doesn't make you qualify to write the script. Like right. it's just your writing is shit, and I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't think he's a good writer. And I just i <sighs> i i'm I think J, I think J J Abrams. I was very I I do like Force Awakens a yeah. lot. Yeah, and that's great. Could have they should have just been like that was J J Abrams' project. Go off and do another Star Trek movie. Yeah, or like <laughs> go let's, make another show on television. Let's bring in one of the like other. Let's bring in some other like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I always thought that the 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 guy who's who I would have who would have would have been one of my votes 
is um but he's doing the dune stuff oh is he denise Villeneuve. oh okay i know who you're talking about did arrival about. and yeah uh blade runner that's that's awesome he, work i can't wait for dune that's that's the thing i'm most excited for excited coming for up this too. year that's gonna be good um but like there are so many so many directors and writers know, that I like know. They could have brought in a powerhouse to yeah. like I don't know, but I think that the the thing that they're they've I'm hopeful they've learned because Marvel was so successful at mm-hmm. this. You need a strong showrunner who's like managing the whole thing, like mm-hmm. the Kevin Feige. Yeah, who I he's now on Star Wars. Stuff. Thank God, it's gonna it's gonna. I be think for he's the gonna shows. take it over. I hope he does. I think I he's think, gonna. Ca- I think he's yeah. taken over for Kathleen Kennedy. Well, a lot of people are really not not thrilled at her anymore anyway. So I think yeah. it's time, like not to not to. Um, not to kick, kick her for all of the work that she no, did to she's get done this a lot stuff of great to stuff. where it is. I, I, I think I... But you kind of need a fresh... Like, I don't know. He, This is Kevin's game, is to manage good at these this. monster this is, this universe. Is his, he's proven, yeah. and Star Wars needs that. Yeah, and also, I mean, if you look at the success of... Um, Russo Brothers? Yeah, the Russo Brothers. Okay, so with the Russo Brothers, mm-hmm. which is a team, right. one brother has the strength of being really good at communicating with actors mm-hmm. and giving actors direction, and the other is yeah. really good at the shot and the cinematography right. and the framing. And it's like, sometimes you need a really good pair. You need a pair. You know, you don't necessarily, like, need just, like, one person who's like, okay, I'm so in my head on this. That right. It's just my vision. And, right. Yeah. I still, I think Jean Favreau could mm-hmm. be a, could be a really good... Oh, my good, God, that would have been amazing if he directed um, this. Direct, could have directed this really... That would have been a good choice. Yeah. Take Again, him off some of these Disney live-action animal movies and give him... Yeah, I think he's going to get... I think Deborah Chow is going to... I think there's... I don't know if there'll, there'll be a Kenobi film, but they've talked about there's going to be a Mandal- likely a Mandalorian film. Oh, God. So good. Which I... They're doing what I'm... What I was like, this is how this yeah. property, and I feel like even comic book property should be, of having, like, mini-series. Yeah. And then culminating in a movie so you get all the exposition out of the way and you and focus then, on like this like the big event and you don't even need to launch it in theaters you can just no. simultaneously launch yeah. it on disney plus because yeah. that's like make more probably with, make more um, money anyway like three of the um golden globe winning films went straight to netflix streaming yeah. right away like uh, dolomite is my name i i think that in addition to all of these great directors we're getting because i love seeing more representation women yeah. and um having an asian american woman in deborah Cho and like having just more diversity having pedro pascal cast is in I, the lead role I for mando a majority of the directors are a minority yeah which is for fantastic i love 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 gina carano i like oh, yeah. cannot get enough of I, i'm sad because I assume the reason we don't see Cara Dune of Alderaan in The Resistance she's probably dead. It's because she probably dies in The Mandalorian. No, so. or she's on one of the like 50,000 ships that shows yeah. up that were like, <laughs> remember Harrison Dula? Co- remember, Corvette, like... remember any of those characters? Yeah. yeah, they're just there, but you know, she's you don't need to see them. with some of a like Lobot kind yeah. of people just on a ship somewhere. I think there was rumors that Lobot was going to be in the movie. I heard he was in there too, yeah. <laughs> you like, didn't see him. There's supposed to be more stuff with yeah. Wicket other than the like, yeah. just the like. And his son. Hand. Yeah. yeah. There's supposed to be more of that. Yeah, I have no idea. But I would love to see a dark side movie directed by Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. That would. I want to see a horror sick. Star Wars. Yeah. So. Rated R. I. One of Disney m- doesn't do that, but. Oh. I know. One of my things that I run i run star wars horror role-playing games oh awesome so a lot of the star wars games that i run are very horror that's amazing focused and so there are some comics like there's a one that was this thing called the screams of the citadel oh god that came that that's canon with like luke and these really it's really disturbing uh there's a trait of it now i'll send it to you but i'm like i want more yeah i want more like yeah real adult like like star wars for adults right like there's like yeah. Only so much you can take of, like, the C-3PO in this. Um, I love Anthony Daniels so much, and I just feel like they made everything so slapstick with 3PO in this film. That oh, I was it's kinda, like My kids were laughing really hard, which I was like, oh, good. He's the Jar Jar of the movie. Yeah. The only one I was really excited about, though, was when they turned to look at him because he said something <laughs> like, on, oh, he was talking about the festival of uh, on Pasana, and he was just like, oh, this is, we're so lucky to be here. Like, it only happens once every, you know, 45 years, and they turn to look at him. Everyone's like, yeah, and then he, he looks, 
he's like, well, what are they looking at? Because yeah. it can't be me. Yeah. And I love that so much. Yeah. But other than that, everything else was very like the Babu Frick stuff. I mean, you got to do something for kids. It's like the, there's no Moss Eisley Cantina anymore, really. Like we yeah. saw what that looks like just in between um oh my gosh i love how the like jabba droids took yeah. over the mass Eisley cantina yeah they didn't even serve droids yeah i know exactly i just love <laughs> that in mandalorian like all of a now sudden waiters yeah <laughs> so good yeah i um, love the mandalorian well we went over time i know you have to go but thank yeah. you so much of course and i know we ha- we'll have more to talk about as they well, announce what's coming and clone wars i know we're like a month and a- like we're a little over a month away. I know. From that. I know. I have to go rewatch. Um, it's going to be a process. But there are several good compilations because I was have because one of my coworkers was like I don't want to watch all of I it. I know. And I, there was like that I, I had sent his way that maybe I can send to you and you That'd can post them on the oh on that would the be website, great for sure on, the, on the Facebook group yeah. But it like kind of covered here are some of the major arcs yeah to watch. Not a lot of people. First of all, not a lot of people have Disney Plus anyway, and right. not a lot of people are going to have the kind of time to put right. in or oh the i mean that's that's tenacity there's to several seasons it. so yeah and there's most latter seasons are great but yeah. there's some stuff in the beginning that you're they're still trying to find their footing yeah and it's like i don't want to watch we? another we're jar jar star- episode yeah Thank we're you. a star wars cartoon like yeah. here we go yeah. and yeah. yeah i don't want to watch any more jar jar either i'll i'll save it for the i i wonder if because the only other time we get jar jar one one quick little thing is in aftermath Oh yeah, and he's like I was listening to that. He's like just a like a clown. Yeah, he totally and is. He's just like I mean, he's like tor- tormented yeah. by the fact that he <laughs> like court jester. He like was responsible. He was the one who put up yeah. for like the vote of no confidence. He should be. He should be tormented. Yeah, he and fucked so, everything up. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> it's I'm, his I'm, fault. <laughs> I've 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 been a very big Jar Jar hater yeah. most of my life, but yeah. trying to like cut him a little, cut up the character. He found a little his slack. way into this Obi Wan series. It's gonna be good. There's no, there's yeah. no way we're getting the same we'll get some, version. No, they probably won't even CGI it. I'm sure now they can body. I think suit they it. could probably do that. I mean, if you can make Groot, you know, right? Like, they could body suit it and then just do digital some digital effects. Yeah. To like add some additional like yeah, there's pizzazz. Just find a real tall guy and also yeah. make his and voice have, less annoying. Well, they'll probably have what's his face voice him i'm sure yeah. <laughs> all right well maybe okay. he'll have gotten a better a better <laughs> grasp of the dialect but in any case thank you so much yeah again, of course no thank you come back anytime yeah yeah there's always stuff to talk about always all right that does it for us today thank you so much for listening in and special thanks to my husband nick who set us up with a studio in the basement so that steven and i could have a conversation that sounded as good as it did in order to properly thank him i promise to insert this clip of our sound check uh, (laughs) as a tribute to his efforts Um, thanks and see you next time you could probably split a stereo into two mono. I'm sure. Audacity I don't even. Do that. I don't need. That's. I don't even. Because I don't know if you want your listeners to have you to hard panned. Like, do you want to? Do you want to talk like um, Corellian ship classes? Because that's about how f- I feel when you talk this language. <laughs> well, Shay, let's listen to this and see how it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>